This is your reminder that Karen, Delina, and Shalon are not professionals of any kind. If you need medical, fitness, or nutritional advice, please seek out qualified professionals that do that sort of thing. Well, hey there, you have stumbled into Sister Sharpen Sister, where three sisters get together each week and talk about first one thing and then another. My name is Shalon, and I am joined by my strong and beautiful sisters, Delina and Karen. And today we're talking about motivation or lack of motivation. Is there such a thing as keeping motivated? (laughs) Is it a myth? Is it a legend? (laughs) Right? I actually get told a lot, but people tell me, I want your motivation. At one point, I, I, I said, no, you don't want my motivation because my, my motivation was getting cancer twice and losing my aunt and my dad. That's some and harsh then, motivation. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it's, it's to the point now where there are just certain things that I don't think that we should have to have motivation to do them. I mean, who is ever motivated to clean their toilet? then why do we do it? I'm not motivated to do it. I don't feel like doing it. So I don't need to do it, but you still do it anyway. Why do you still do it? Because it's something that needs to be done. I think when your nutrition and your fitness come into play, it's just something that needs to be done. Well, yeah. And this falls back on the lifestyles that at least the, the, that the United States is in and, and possibly several other nations around the world is that we have sedentary lifestyles. Our eating habits are not healthy. It's it's habit. It's habits that they've created. And it's, it's hard to break habits. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) Something that irritated me really was when, you know, as a young adult, and I would, I would do the yo-yo diet thing. And, you know, I would get down to a certain weight, and then I would stop eating the way I was eating a quote unquote, a healthier way. And then I would gain weight again, but never once going to my doctors and reviewing my blood work or anything. Did any of my doctors ever look at me and say, you need to eat whole food? You know, my, my doctors knew I did the whole, you know, point thing. And I had looked at all these other diets and stuff. None of them ever said, you need to eat whole food. Mm -hmm. Stop eating the process, you know, frozen foods and Stop eating things that come from a bag. And yeah, um, I have had physicians to tell me before that it's always a good idea to eat a healthy, well-balanced diet. But the first time I've ever had a medical professional to tell me stop eating processed foods is the nurse practitioner who is my primary now. Mm. She she tells me don't eat processed foods. And I used to not eat them hardly at all, but then I got in a big habit of eating them again. And I don't have many processed foods in the house right now at all. I can't say I'm never going to have any at all because, well, my husband likes some things, so (laughs) he buys stuff and, you know, so I can't say that. I can't say I can totally eliminate it, but, but he's actually started um, wanting to eat healthier stuff because he used to love to eat bologna. So I'd buy him bologna. But then one day he said, um, I want to start eating stuff that's not so processed. And I said, okay. And the funny thing is, is that uh, his primary, which is through the Veterans Administration, is also a nurse practitioner who was telling him to not eat processed foods. Hmm. And I stopped buying the bologna and started buying actual like deli meats that are not all processed and everything. <laughs> and then one day he asks, why are you not buying bologna anymore? And I'm like, <laughs> you told me to stop buying it. <laughs> yeah. So how do you define motivation though? What What's the definition oh. of motivation for you, Shalon? For me? 
Yeah. When I feel like doing something, <laughs> I'm motivated to do it. What about you, Didi? Um, well, I actually looked them up, but when I looked them up, it kind of defined what I already thought. Yeah. yeah. It was a, a, a want or a desire or a willingness to do something, whatever that something is. Right. Mm-hmm. And I also researched and found that uh, it's one website that I visited, um, medicalnewstoday.com. It talked about three types of motivation, extrinsic, intrinsic, and achievement all motivation. So there are different types of motivation. There's those that are external, those that are internal. Yeah. And it talked yeah. about um, some examples of, extrin- of, of extrinsic motivation include rewards, punishment, competition with others, uh, compensation. Uh, some examples of intrinsic motivation would be pleasure, uh, just being a curiosity, a love of learning. And I added myself enjoyment of doing a certain task, like cooking. I enjoy to cook, so I'm motivated to cook because I like doing it. What about you, Karen? I think probably my definition of motivation is the same as your all's. But when I, like Dee Dee, when I actually looked it up, the definition of motivation, I ran into a site called APA.org, which is the American Psychological Association. And they're using motivation and they're, let's see, it's a noun. It's the impetus that gives purpose or direction to behavior and operates in humans at a conscious or unconscious level. So it got me to wondering, like, what what is an unconscious motivation? According to them, in psychoanalytic theory, unconscious motivation is wishes, impulses, aims, and drives that the self may not be aware of. So examples would be a slip of the tongue, a dream that expresses an unfulfilled wish. (laughs) Karen and I are making weird faces at each other. I mean, when it comes to motivation, if you actually look up the definition of motivation, you could get very confused. Well, I I looked up the root word motive. Okay. Emotion or desire, physiological need or similar impulse that acts as an incitement to action. Mm, I like that. Now, I got stuck on physiological need. So I was like, okay, when we're talking about health and fitness... To define physiological is being in accord with or a characteristic of the normal functioning of a living organism. So that made me think of just for my body to function normally, I need to eat good. You said normally and I'm like, well, I mean, what's normal for you may not be normal for someone else. Well, no, but I mean, the general normal way the human body works, that type of normal. Right. I I think I might like the word natural better natural okay yes because i mean normal for our neighbors may be you know carry out every night but normal for us may be cooking a home-cooked meal no i'm talking about normal the way god created us normal i gotcha okay yeah I'm understanding now. okay i'm getting yeah, clarification now <laughs> like all like all the way back the way we were, we okay. were created okay in in the beginning yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are different types of motivation. There's like the one I mentioned earlier about fear, because fear was definitely a motivator when I was diagnosed with melanoma, because I thought to myself, oh my gosh, my 18 month old little girl is not going to know her mommy because her mommy got melanoma Mm -hmm. and died. You know, that was a fear motivation for me to get my butt moving and get a little bit healthier. And a lot of times, you know, how we're all stubborn. Sometimes we don't actually move until we feel feel the fire, right? Mm -hmm. So some people need that kind of a 
a thing. Some people, some people need to have a stroke to change their lifestyle or have a heart attack, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I hear you. <laughs> I don't know. I think for me, the biggest thing that helped me get through it was it had to be become something that's non-negotiable for me, like brushing my teeth and taking a shower. It's just something that I do, whether I'm motivated or not. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. And I'm sure there are probably people that don't take showers every day or brush your teeth every day. But yeah, I know those are like habits that we form. So are we talking about taking your motivation to create and make a habit out of something to where you just do it? Yes, that's what really needs to happen. If you want nutrition and fitness to actually change your life and give mm -hmm. you a better, uh, a better life, a more functional life, a healthier life, you have to practice and you mm -hmm. have to get the muscle memory of doing it. I mean, I'm to the point now and it took it took me years to get there. But I'm to the point now that if I don't move every day, something is wrong. Like I feel off. Like something is missing. Like I've missed part of my day. I've not done something that I should have been doing. But it was one way for me to have the knowledge that movement is good for my body and it helps me. But it was a completely different thing to get to the point of having the knowledge that is deep within my soul and my gut in my body that I know that if I don't move, mm -hmm. something is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when we were, when we evacuated for the hurricane, there was a couple of days that I didn't get to move and I cannot tell you how horrible I felt. I felt, I felt like I hadn't had a shower. I felt dirty. Something was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? I mean, I can't explain. That's the only thing I, it's like, I just didn't move. I felt horrible. So there motivation is actually just part of series of steps that need to be taken. And I don't know which one's going to come first, but I've got a list of four. So I don't know which one comes first, motivation or determination. Which one of those would come first? I was motivated before I was determined. And that's why I put motivation first. That was the same for me. Right. I'm, I'm not sure that they, I mean, they may for some people come at the same time. Yeah. Or it may even just be determination, motivation, determination again. Possibly yeah. you're determined to get motivated and then you become determined. So. <laughs> Well, for, for me, it was, okay, I am determined to not feel this bad anymore. And okay, that okay. is what motivated me to uh, mirror the same actions that Shalon has taken of cleaning up her diet and moving her body every day. Mm -hmm. So then from motivation to determination into dedication, mm -hmm. and that moves into discipline. Mm. Once you reach the discipline stage, that's where the habit is formed. That's where Shalon is and it starts to feel unnatural for her to not move. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how I see it. So the, the big question, like Shalon was talking about, was like, how do you stay motivated? So, so what kind of tips can we give to people to help them stay motivated? Well, I was just going to say, I'm not sure everybody can stay motivated. I think people may sometimes lose it, but the thing is, is that if you do lose it, don't let that permanently disrail you. Now, how do you get back on? You got to be determined to be motivated. It is really something that you have to, I think you have to seek out. There are going to be days where it is just within you and you're going to feel good getting up early to work out and you're going to feel good eating your salad for lunch or whatever it is that you're eating. 
but on those days when it, you don't feel it, something has to replace that. Yeah. yeah. Either you're, you're reaching out to a friend and you're texting them saying, Hey, I'm not really motivated today, you know, and then your friend is like, come on, you can do this. Remember your goal is such and such, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes a reminder of what you might be working toward is a good thing. Um, I know something that I used to talk about a lot in the little free groups on Facebook that I used to do was um, finding your why. It's like you you really have to dissect yourself. Oh, I, I want to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? I want to, a lot of times I would get, I want to wear a bikini. Okay, why do you want to wear a bikini? So I can feel good in my good about myself. Why do you want to feel good about yourself? Because I want my children to feel good about themselves. And you just dig, dig deeper and you find a why that is gut-wrenching and so connected to who you are that it doesn't matter what's happening on the outside, that that's always going to be there. Right. And that's intrinsic motivation. And what I read about the difference of extrinsic and intrinsic is that extrinsic can often fail you, whereas intrinsic is more often to not fail you. What was that old thing that used to go around where there's a will, there's a way? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times, I know something that I had to learn for myself too was, was I willing to be able to do the things to get to this point? And there was many years there where I wasn't, or I thought I was, and then I I found out that I wasn't. (laughs) Because when you want a new thing, you have to give up an old thing. Yeah. And a lot of times giving up that old thing is what's harder than anything else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Change is hard. Extremely hard. And find, like you're talking about, Karen, finding the new habits. But isn't that also, I mean, it's developing habits, but it's, What did I saw something on TikTok, but it's like that thing where you're, you're patting your head and rubbing your belly, Mm -hmm. how that's hard to do until you make the connection with your brain that this is the function of how you do it. Those, whatever that is called, where your brain is creating that connection and making those new neuro connectors to do that is what you're having to struggle and fight through when you're doing your fitness and your nutrition. <laughs> and it's awkward and it's hard. So what are some tips or takeaways? Well, it's about change. Change is hard. One thing is, is that a person has to truly want to do whatever it is. They may say they want to, but then they're never doing it. A significant downside of intrinsic motivation is that a person must genuinely want to do something to benefit from it. People can influence and inspire others to have intrinsic motivation by changing their perspective on a task, but this can be a skill that people have to learn. Mm, I like that. It's a skill. It didn't used to be a skill though. I mean, 150 years ago, it, it was what was there. So that's what you were talking about earlier is do do what is, what is supposed to be normal. <laughs> I think... For me, one of the easiest things to help me be motivated to get to the point where I am now is for me to just focus on one thing. So I started with just one thing, move my body every day for a year, just move my body. I had moments within that year where my, where my nutrition was on point and I had moments within that year that my nutrition was horrible. But I was always going to move my body until I was able to get to the capacity to where my motivation leached over into my nutrition. Mm -hmm. I mean, just really, really small things to stay motivated, because when you see yourself 
attaining that small thing that you're aiming for, Mm -hmm. that's more motivation for you. That's more kindling on your fire. You're basically, it's like, it's like building a fire. You want to build all the small pieces and don't worry about throwing a big log on a fire, a big wet log on a fire, right? It's going to put it out. So you, you start with the small sticks and twigs and then you get that going and then you slowly add in bigger and bigger and bigger until you finally have a bonfire if you just keep feeding it the right way. Yeah, you have to keep feeding it. You have to keep feeding it the right things. And you have to, it's a learning process too, because you have to learn about yourself and you have to be brutally honest with yourself. You know, are you willing to give up foods that you've had since you were a little kid? What has helped me, first of all, is that I have surrounded myself with people who support me. Mm -hmm. The things that I look at and the things that I listen to are things that are encouraging to me and educational. I do not allow any negativity. Like on social media, if I'm following somebody's account and all of a sudden they start spilling vile things and talking negative, nope, sorry, unfollow yeah. Yeah. I did that a long time ago too. Yeah. So, that's seeking That's seeking out that external motivation that is really going to help you. My mm-hmm. why was type one diabetic over the age of 50, fibromyalgia, arthritis. Now, if I want to take all of that and sit on the couch, there's not a whole lot of people that's going to look at me and think that I should have done something different. If anybody knows fibromyalgia is an unseen pain that you carry every single hour of every single day. And I told myself, if I'm going to hurt anyway, I'm going to hurt because I've done something that I wanted to do, not because my body's fighting against me. Mm. So that's why I went and I started back up at the church doing those workouts. If I'm going to have sore muscles, I'm going to have sore muscles because I deadlifted 285 pounds. Not because my body is deciding that it wants to attack itself. And then you, like, like you were talking about the bonfire. If you want to build a bonfire, you have to start small and you have to feed it a little bit at a time. One of the things that you can do to stay motivated, and you do not want to do this. Nobody ever wants to do this when you are trying to lose weight is take pictures of what you look like (laughs) at the beginning of this stupid journey. But I took pictures six months later. Now, I can't see the difference when I look in the mirror, but I see the difference when I look at those pictures. That is motivating. Basically, put it on paper. And that means write it down, take pictures, you know, keep a, keep a journal of what you're doing and how it's positively affecting you. And something I've always preached because, you know, I am, I'm also a type 1 diabetic. Something I've always preached is I never use my diabetes as an excuse to not do something. Because I've heard people say all the time, oh, well, I I can't do that because I'm diabetic. And I'm like, oh, I'm diabetic. And this is when I wasn't as heavy as I am now. They're like, well, there's no way you could be diabetic. You're not big. (laughs) I'm the original. I'm the OG. (laughs) (laughs) So, and, you know, of course, you have to point out to them the difference between type one and type two. And I'm like, if if I'm able to do it, you you can do it. Don't use that as an excuse. Don't ever use I, I I'm I, I never use the, the diabetes as a reason to not do anything unless I have a blood sugar of 48, then I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah. <laughs> or a blood sugar of like 257, then I'm not gonna do anything. But that's not using it as an excuse. I have a have a health reason to not be doing something. Mm-hmm. I know a guy who has he he's missing fingers off of one of his hands. 
this guy is a CrossFitter. He owns a CrossFit gym. Hmm. He did not let that disability stop him. Right. There are people who are paralyzed from the waist down that live their life in wheelchairs that jump out of air, not jump out of airplanes, but I guess get pushed out of airplanes <laughs> and they yeah. go parachuting. If somebody with a, a, a disability like that is not going to let it stop them, I mean, how petty would I be to let the things that I have stop me? Yeah, I hear you, sister. I hear you. I mean, that's just laziness. Yeah, that is um, that is a problem. I mean, my knees hurt, my back hurts, my shoulder hurts. I've got, I'm 55 and I've got knees that need to be replaced. They don't want to do it until you're older because the stuff that they put in there doesn't last forever. <laughs> You'll have to go in for replacement parts, I guess, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd have to have my originals replaced and then I would have to have my replacements replaced. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I may not be able to, to squat as deep as I used to, but I'm mm -hmm. still going to squat. You know, my, my weight makes my mm -hmm. knees hurt so bad that I can't run. But hopefully this spring, I will have lost enough weight that it won't hurt my knees that I can at least run a lap. That's what I was telling Arnie and Joe up at the church the other night. My goal for spring is that when we can get to the point where we can go outside and work out, I want to be able to run around the building one time. That's a good goal. That's a good goal. I don't know how far that is. 200? I think one lap around is 200. Yeah, because that's, yeah, I remember doing that up there with y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Flatlander running up, like, how high are you guys up there? Oh, I don't know. We're pretty elevated. <laughs> I'm seven foot above sea level down here running at like 2,000 feet above sea level. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Go ahead and break out a pencil on a piece of paper or an ink pen or take some notes on your phone but not if you're driving because that would just be silly. But here's a list of ways that you can stay motivated. And the first one that I want to throw out is stay focused on your why. Document your journey. I like the way you said that. That's an all-inclusive way of saying it. Put it on paper, take pictures, take measurements, where you started, what you've done, where you are now, where you're, where you're planning to go, go and document it. Sloan says start small. Yeah. I mean, if, you're, if your goal is to like just move your body. I want to move my body. Well, that's the only thing I'm going to focus on. That's going to not going to spend my energy worrying about other things. I'm going to focus on this one thing until it becomes so much a part of me that I can't live without it. I want to say surround yourself with people who encourage and educate you. Yes. Don't let a derailment keep you off the rails. How do you want to say that? Don't let a derailment derail you. <laughs> Yeah, one, one bad day doesn't mean your whole year is messed up or your month or your week. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Just because you <clears throat> go out on a Sunday afternoon and you have a cheeseburger and a piece of cheesecake with your friends while you're watching a football game, that does not negate all of the good things that you did previously in the week. Exactly. Be honest with yourself about what you're willing to do at this season in your life. <laughs> mm -hmm. includes yeah. taking on new things and giving up old things. And I mean, you have to be honest. I, it took me years. So I got to the point where I was like moving every day. That's great. But it took me two more years before I was able to really focus on my nutrition. I'm going to say maybe another one is um, to move through fear. Just because you're afraid doesn't mean you shouldn't be trying something. I'll tack in be prepared. 
and here's the thing that I think of is that if you meal prep and you have lunch ready to take with you, when the office crew gets together and says, hey, let's have pizza for lunch, you don't have an excuse Mm -hmm. to go ahead and eat that pizza. Okay, but let me resound on that a little bit because you (laughs) that's just using an excuse because you can order a salad. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) I mean, like today after church, a couple people in my family wanted Dunkin' Donuts. Went to Dunkin' Donuts and said, all right, y'all have fun. I'm going to walk over here to Publix and get me some pork and some salad. <laughs> <laughs> Learn to say no. Mm. Mm-hmm. Learn to say no. Um, oh, gosh. Because um, you don't want to say no to somebody saying, hey, you want to go to the gym? You don't want to say no to that, but you do want to say no to, hey, you want to go to Dunkin' Donuts? Set boundaries. So like, yeah, I'll go to Dunkin' Donuts with you, but I'm just going to get a coffee. Yeah. Not a frou-frou coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you're going to load up on some sugar if you do that. <laughs> I think another thing to be aware of is that this all just takes time. It's not just, oh, I did it for a month and now it's just a habit. No, <laughs> at least it wasn't for me. Maybe, maybe you're not, maybe you're like that. Maybe you can develop a habit in three weeks and keep it. I might be able to develop a habit of working out in three weeks, but I ain't going to keep it. It takes time. Give yourself some grace when you mess up. Forgiveness. Forgive yourself when you mess up too. Good one. Forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Because Didi said, don't let a mistake derail you. But at the same time, I mean, don't don't beat yourself up because you've made that mistake. It's, it's what Didi said. I mean, it's it's a mistake. Leave it where it belongs, which is in the past and move on. Yep. Learn from your mistakes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right. So what are some good social media accounts that we could recommend? Mind Pump. (laughs) Mind Pump, yeah. I like The Genius Life with Max Lugavere. Yes. That's a good one. The Model Health Show. Yes. Thick Thighs Save Lives. There's a couple of sisters, isn't it? Yes, they are sisters. Yeah. I mean, any of the Beachbody trainers for me, Autumn Calabrese, Joel Freeman. Oh, my gosh. I'm Wallace Caesar. Oh, hmm? Megan Davies. Yeah. I want to say Adal. Adalas. Yeah, maybe. Adalas. Yeah. Sean T. Jericho McMatthews. Sagi Kalev. Ilana Molstein. She's the... Um, Registered dietitian. Yeah, one. she's the to be to be mindset. Uh, Melissa made. She's a coach. Yeah, you have to discover what really helps you be motivated. And there's something that is a little different for me that motivates me is the music that I listen to. You know, that's a good one too. Yes, absolutely, the music. I, you know, I am more motivated when I have a bunch of beats in my head. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) then if it's just silent (laughs) what about the squat university guys those guys are so smart yes if you if you have um physiological things with your body that maybe they don't function right or you've got limited mobility they're fantastic walking through things like that real game athletics they do some unusual movements but it's functional it's realgame.athletics Alex Whitehair, 
He is a pro athlete trainer, sports specific. The moves that he does, I mean, the, some of them are pretty incredible looking when you watch them, but if you, they're all so functional. All these things that, that I follow are people who do like weightlifting and things like that. But if that's not your thing, don't follow those people because it won't encourage you. Exactly. You know, if you're yeah. into yoga, then you need to follow yoga people. Oh, yeah. I follow well, several yoga people, but I don't know their names. <laughs> yeah. The only one that I can think of that I know is Elise Joan. Yes. She's another one that's a beach body. She does yoga, um, Pilates, bar. Yeah. You just, I mean, you have to find out what, what movement do you like to do? If you like to be more dancey, then follow people that dance mm -hmm. for their movement. I mean, I was a jazzercise instructor. That stuff was very motivational for me. I might not feel like doing it when I get there, but when I was in it and I started going, it was great. By the time it was done, I felt wonderful. I think the music helps with that. It does, for sure. And you know something else that's motivating? <laughs> and this is probably trivial, but my workout clothes. Yes. I love putting on my workout pants that are so cute. <laughs> Thank you, CBG, for making cute workout leggings. Absolutely. That I don't know if that is just women. I think that men feel good in their clothes, too. They may or may not want to admit it. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> but yeah, it is. There is something good about putting on a workout outfit and you, you got the matching sports bra and you got cute leggings and you walk into the gym and you're like, all right, let's do this. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and you know, one thing that was motivating for me, especially this past Friday with that workout that we did was I, I had on gloves. Yeah. And every time that I was doing, doing something called an up down, which is basically a burpee without a push up or a jump. You go down, you get back up. Basic burpee. But I was doing it on the box and I hadn't yeah. posted any video, but I had my gloves on because the box is made of Perfect. wood and I didn't want to get splinters. But every time I looked at my hands with those gloves on, I thought people who wear these don't give up. Mm. People who wear these finish what they started. Yes. Weightlifting gloves do kind of make you feel a little bad too. They do. Yeah. <laughs> What is something that you can look to when you're unmotivated that will push you over to motivation? I actually look to YouTube for motivation. Oh. Uh -huh. Yeah, because I look at like stuff that you all posted or your stories or, or think about the things that we've talked about, you know, in, in the podcast or just talking. Yeah, because I mean, we're all cut. We're all three of us are cut from the same cloth. So if you all can do it, why can I not do it? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to reach through the camera and poke Dee Dee because she took my answer. <laughs> You know, one way that I stay motivated is to look where I was and compare it to where I am now. Yeah, that's a real good one. <laughs> because Shalana and I were just talking. I can, I'm starting to feel that my endurance is better. My strength is better. Okay. Now, do you mean literal or figurative or both? Both. I mean, like I can do a flight of stairs without a problem. I can row 500 meters without having to stop. I can I can get out the equipment for our workouts, the the barbells and the weights and the kettlebells and the wall balls and the bench and without feeling winded. 
Yeah, that's 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 a real good motivational tool. Well, I mean, like you and Dee, the first thing I thought of was family. But I look back to what I said I was going to do. You know, I've told my family and I've I've told people that follow me on social media that I'm going to live a healthy and fit lifestyle. So you you look at your goal. Yeah, I guess that's a way of putting it. Not the specific goal I'm going for at this particular moment, but the overall I'm wanting to be healthy and fit and live a long life for my children and my husband and my family. And yeah, I don't know. That's that's a corny answer too. I look at my goal, but I mean. I mean, it's a goal for a reason. Right. Which is connected to my why. It's not selfish. I'm not doing this just for me. I mean, I'm doing it for everybody that I come in contact with. I mean, if you're walking through Publix and you fall down in front of me because I'm able to deadlift, I can probably help get you off the ground. I mean, in reality, what if, you know, what if my, what if I'm out walking with my children and one of them falls and breaks their ankle and I have to carry them? Yeah, I, I understand. You're, you're wanting to help people. And also, I, I'm not sure if this is where you were going with it, but the message I'm kind of getting about what you're saying, Shalon, is it will help you be a better servant to help people. Exactly. Whatever I am called to do, whatever the Lord puts in front of me, I Mm -hmm. want to be able to do it. And I'm only able to do it if I am feeding myself good and keeping myself in shape. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sister Sharpen Sister. We are exclusively on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at Sister Sharpen Sister. And join the conversation by sending us an email to sharp sister trio at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Bye.